Hello, this is Gage, your host, and... And this is Bodie, your co-host and editor. And you're listening to The Musical Underworld, where we are going to interview Paige Hamilton from Helmet This is today. a podcast. Yeah. Well, a non-live podcast. Yeah. We are recording this on Thursday, June 18th of 2020. I am a preteen... I am 12, almost 13. He is 13. I am 13. Yes. And As you can see, quarantine has driven us to yes. um, do drastic things. Today we're going to be interviewing Paige Hamilton of Helmet. Yes. And it took us about two weeks to get a hold of him. Well, not to get a hold not, of him. Not to get a hold of him. Just... But to get an interview. Yeah. But. So, should, if you guys should... don't like this. If you like this, then uh, press the like button. And tell us why you liked it. Yes. And if you didn't like it, press the dislike button. Tell us why you didn't like it in the comments. Yeah. Don't don't hide away. Tell us why you d- didn't like it in the comments, okay? We need to know. Ro- like, yeah. constructive c- criticism is, like, yeah. the best thing you could ever give something, someone. Page. Like, if I, if I had a birthday present any time, I'd be like, okay... What did I do wrong this year? <laughs> like, oh, I, in around, I'd say five, three minutes, uh, Paige Hamilton should be able to call us. Yep, we gave him a number to call, and it's 2.58 right now. So. Just so you know, I have a stutter. Yeah. Um. So this is a little backstory on us. Gage. Hmm? Take it away. Oh. What do I do? Backstory. Oh, backstory. Backstory, bro. Backstory on Helmet? No, backstory on you. Oh, backstory on me. Bro. So, I was born in Arizona in 2006, and I don't know. I just did a bunch of things after that. That's um one of the best descriptions I've ever gotten yeah. of someone's life. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm Bodie. I was born in Sacramento, California. Um, I went through a lot. I went through foster care for around a year and a half. We gotta open the list of questions. Yeah, I know. And we're gonna try our best to have an actual human conversation with Paige. This is, uh, so, you know, I'm going to try to do at least, the least amount of edits as possible. We're very sorry for the long intro. We decided to start recording before three o'clock. Yep. Which is when we scheduled the interview. I need to get sponsored by PC. Yeah. This is, like, really good. <laughs> Hashtag non-sponsored. Please sponsor me. <laughs> um, We both have channels. I don't know where Gage's channel is. Somewhere in the... Mine's in musical. Mine's just musical underworld, this channel. No, you ha- you have a channel. Oh, yeah, I have, yeah. My, I have my own, but I don't but, have anything on it. Exactly, but the thing is, like, I actually... I actually couldn't. Oh. I actually couldn't never find it. It's three o'clock. Any second now. I actually couldn't never find it. <laughs> Wait, if he lives like in Manhattan, then like it it, it was gonna be like six o'clock. No. Nah. It's gonna be like six o'clock where we are. <laughs> nah, he told. Or, or, or like. He told us where he was calling from. All right. All right. Any second now.
I might just do no edits on this. <laughs> yeah. See what mistakes we could come up with. This is our first interview too. Oh, actually, that's a good idea. We should have like a uh, we should have like a separate uh, version of our channel for m the for the mistake moments. Oh. And we should like have people criticize it. Yeah. Oh, that would be like epic. Oh, yeah. let's go. Oh, that was so cringy. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> did, you, did you see the whip? Did you see the whip? That's old. Bro. I honestly, I don't, I don't know what I did. Yeah, stop being so nervous. Stop being so nervous. Why? Because it's, this is Paige Hamilton. Yeah, there's, it's not. It's no reason to get get nervous. You think that like people on their first interviews. Uh, never mind. Um, <laughs> you uh, think people on their first interviews are nervous? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, where's the zoom button? What zoom button? Zoom. Can you not see zoom? it? Zoom. 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 Not zoom is in the. Uh... No. <sighs> the the app the for meetings. Uh, we are both musicians. Yeah. We are... We're in a band, actually. Yeah, we're in a band. Uh, we're probably going to feature our band in yeah. some of these. Um, We've made this intro, like, um, a few minutes long. We should probably edit some of this I, out. I know. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to yeah. edit most of this out. Edit most of it, yeah. I'm, I'm going to edit most of it out, and, mo and I'm going to edit as clean as possible, okay? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Fillmore9. I don't know what that is. Fillmore and I is an editing software. Oh. Alright, ready? Yep. Hello? Uh, hey, is that Gage? Yes. It is. Uh, Paige calling. Hmm. Alright. Is this Paige Hamilton? Three hey. Yep. Is, yeah, we have a three o'clock uh, interview, yeah? Yeah. Yep. Cool, man. Yeah. So, um, how are you today? Quarantine must be rough. Be, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, this is this is my co-host Bodie. Bodie, hey, how you doing? What's up? Turn the volume. All right. Yeah. All right. So, so what have you been doing to pass the time during quarantine? Uh, I have a, a I've been working on a movie. I have a movie that I'm Ooh. scoring called Painted Beauty. Um, and that's kind of uh, winding down here. Uh, and then I've, I've been working on um, uh, jazz, uh, you know, album. Doing working on jazz tunes. I'm gonna do some, sometime in this year or early next year. I'll probably record it. I'm about to start um, uh, writing a helmet album. So Ooh. Well, I, it's gonna be once I finish the movie. Yeah. Uh, once the movie once the movie theater is open, I'll make sure to try to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, if it gets a theatrical release, we don't yeah. know. These independent movies, you never know, so. Yeah. We'll probably try to find it, though. Mm hmm So. We're definitely releasing, or uh, we're releasing the soundtrack, so keep your eye out for that. That's All right. Beauty. Cool. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Cool music. Yeah. Also, I was wondering if you started playing metal music or jazz music first. Um. Well, I started playing rock. Um, oh. Led, Led Zeppelin was my first inspiration, and uh, Jimmy Page is uh, the, the person that made me want to play guitar. So that's 
I had a teacher in Medford uh, who huh. would, would, wouldn't teach me um, Stairway to Heaven because it was quote-unquote too difficult. So I fired <laughs> him, and I got another teacher. And, um, yeah, I... and then that guy kind of turned me, turned me on to jazz. So I went from Led Zeppelin into jazz, and sort of they were sort of parallel. They developed in a parallel way. You know how there's, like, hybrid drummers? Like, there's hybrid drummers between rock and jazz. Like, I, I, th- I feel like, are you a hybrid guitarist? Yeah, I mean, hybrids, I've never heard it described like that. I play, um, uh, you know, helmets my been my main thing for 30 years, uh, but I also have a master's degree in jazz guitar oh. from Manhattan School of Music in New York City. So I've always been interested in both. Um, and uh, I was lucky that I got turned on to jazz at a young age. So uh, I've kind of been at it for a long, long time. It's just a really fun thing. A lot of guys um, that were my heroes in bands, uh, rock mm-hmm. bands like John Bonham and Jimmy Page, those guys liked jazz. Um, and a lot of the soul soul bands like Marvin Gaye and yeah. Al Green, they all liked, liked jazz. So it was kind of... Um, it's, it's less common now, I guess, for guys in metal bands to, oh. uh, to dig jazz. But yeah, I've always loved it. I actually never realized that. Yeah, John Bonham was a huge fan of Chico Hamilton, who played with one of my guitar heroes, Jim Hall. Um, oh. And John, Dens- John Densmore from The Doors. He, he saw John Coltrane play many times in Los Angeles as a kid. Um, and those, yeah, so that mu- music's intertwined. And the drum kit was actually uh, invented by a guy, uh, a jazz guy, because um, it used to be one guy would play the kick drum with the um, with the mallet, one guy would play the snare drum, one guy would play the cymbals. Yeah, that would be so, like, yeah, like like a marching yeah. band. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then and then I they combined it. No sense. Yeah, combined it for so he could play these polyrhythmic stuff in in jazz and. There you go. It just kind of developed from there. What? Well, that's it's real interesting. Um, what was your initial reaction when your when the first Helm album sold like forty thousand copies? The first, you mean Strap It On? Yeah, that one. Or, uh, yep. The first, strap It On. Yeah. Um, yeah, Strap It On. Um, yeah, I don't know that it sold that well. Uh, it was on an indie label, and it went out of print because that the distributor went out of business. Uh, but the, but the band um, the band was doing really well live, and that's when we signed the major label deal. And meantime, uh, put out meantime, and that sold like a million copies. And that uh, so that was uh, pretty surprising to us because we're not a, a mainstream uh, sounding band, especially at the time in 1992. Nobody was. They said we were too heavy for Saturday Night Live and uh, Letterman and stuff. Um, and then, you know, like not two years later, heavy bands were playing those shows. So it's uh, we were it was our music was kind of um, sounded different for people at the time. I think. Yeah. It, yeah. It's it's really good to have unique music every now and then, like, cause like yeah. it, no matter like, for me like I don't really care if like. The music is like, um, I don't really care if like the music is like good or not. Like sometimes uh, I just need like something unique, like something that I've never yeah. heard before. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's yeah, that was nice. t- those two questions 
in one, uh, tell us two questions in one. Yeah. Uh, All right, so. Yeah. No problem. All right. I was wondering if you were expecting to write, like, a massive 90s radio hit when you wrote Unsung. No. No, I just, um, I just was trying to write, you know, stuff that we, that we in the band liked, you know, and, uh, I got, um, can't remember how I even came up with that riff. I remember where I was when I wrote the song. I lived in, on, on uh, 10th Street and uh, Avenue C in the East Village. And I had a little room facing an air shaft. Um, you know, coming from Oregon to New York was a, you know, eye-opening, but I loved it because uh, it was so different. But, uh, yeah, I didn't think, I, didn't, I never write anything um, thinking about what the response is going to be. I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about the audience or somebody thinking it's a, it's a hit because I just, I didn't get into music for that. I got into music to do what I love. And uh, we've just been fortunate that, you know, people like the, um, like the music. And I think if you do something unique um, and it stands out, people will, will appreciate it. Not that, you know, not 10 million people, but a million people, you know, and that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So, um, so for the meantime tour, I'm pretty sure it was like the biggest tour that you've ever been on. Uh, you travel like the entire, almost the entire planet. Um, you guys toured through the United States, Brazil, Europe, Asia. How did the traveling go? Has it, has traveling? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, well, I mean, we, you know, we don't set any of that up because the band uh, has a has a booking agent and a manager and a travel agent, and then we have a tour manager. So um, they just basically we work this, this stuff out. Um, you know, they work out they book the shows, and then they're like, okay, we have thirty shows in Europe. Uh, we have Australia, New Zealand, Japan. We have Brazil, um, whatever. Um, and the, and so then we just show you just show up. You know, um, show up at the airport and fly. Uh, and, you know, depending on where we're going, uh, like it, since we go to Europe a lot, we have a, we have a, a home base in Europe, which is in uh, Czech Republic in Prague. So we have gear, um, a gear and a rehearsal space over there that we use because um, it's very expensive to ship uh, gear. You know, and like if we're doing fly dates like in South America, we have that coming up in October if, if it doesn't get canceled. Um, we just rent gear. We'll rent like Marshall amps and take our guitars and pedal boards. Um, and, and, you know, Kyle's drums will be rented or whatever. But uh, for Europe and the U.S., we have separate rigs uh, for both places. Uh, and yes, that's it. Kind of just the shows get set up and we, we have a uh, kind of schedule every day. So you wake up and try to eat some food and coffee and then you have a sound check and dinner and a nap and then you go on stage and rock and then you get in the bus and you drive to the next town that seems pretty smooth yeah yeah it's it's, uh, it's a great way to live if, if you like to travel which i do so i love it i love doing it um i'm really missing it right now because everything's been yeah you know canceled but at least you got to do your 30th anniversary tour before all this started yeah we were <laughs> lucky with that 
Australia, we're doing that in Australia, New Zealand, and Japan as well, and that's been uh, canceled, but we've rebooked it for November, so we, we, we're, we're unsure if it's going to happen or not. We don't know yet. Yeah, but like, what was it like playing 30 songs for like every every night of the tour? It was a bit daunting at first, uh, but after we kind of got, uh, got in the groove, um, the first show was in Prague, and then Berlin. Those shows were a little rougher um, uh, and seemed kind of overwhelming. But once I kind of figured out a set flow, and I would I would alternate certain songs every night because um, we know probably 85, 90 songs. Um, we would uh, uh, we got in the groove, and I loved it. Now short sets I think are going to you know feel really short. So it's it's fun. It's fun knowing you have two hours to sing and play. Yeah, uh, honestly, like, I don't know how someone does that, like, like, I I would not be able to do, like, 30, like, songs a night, not because of the knowledge part, but because of, like, the physical endurance part, like, I think that, like, every single night, 30 songs, over and over and over again. They played 45 in Medford. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That is... (laughs) Yeah, um... Um, a lot of my friends in bands said the same thing. I have friends in the, in, you know, in the, in the Cult and, and um, Guns N' Roses and uh, my, my drummer buddy from Maroon 5 who used to be in my band Gandhi and they were like, you're playing 30 songs? And they're like, you're insane. Oh, my friend Chris from Bush who used to be in Helmet. But um, I loved, I loved playing and I loved, I loved every minute of it. It was, um, I would, I would do it again. It was really fun. Um, you have to be in shape, you know. I don't smoke cigarettes, and I, you know, I don't do drugs, and um, I don't, you know, I have a few beers, um, but not. I, you can't get drunk and play this kind of music. Um, so it's, you just have to be kind of have your your stuff together, you know. Um, yeah. I really respect like rock bands that don't like get caught up in drugs or like you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's it's not uncommon. I mean, it's it's uh, it's, it's around. It's always around, and uh, you just have to make up your mind. Um, and I had a strict policy and helmet um, way back. I just said, you know, no no drugs. We had a guy come over uh, from the crew of Soundgarden, and he he was he had been on heroin, I guess, and he said he was clean. Uh, but he came on tour with us, and he um, he did. I think he had a whatever some kind of seizure on the bus from shooting up or whatever it was. So I, I had to fire him, you know. And I, I, I was uh, I was bummed. I feel bad, but we're out there to, to do a job, and you can't be doing drugs um, and do a, do a job to the best. I mean, amazing bands have done tons of drugs, like Black Sabbath or whatever. But um, you, you know, that was in a different time in the you know sixties. 70s and um, and I think they would if they had it to do again maybe they wouldn't I don't know and I you know I, like I, like I said I'll have, we'll have beers and stuff and I'll have a couple of beers after the show but I just I you know I went through a period where I drank um, on stage about ten years ago and I, I too much and I felt terrible I just felt like I didn't play good didn't sing good and, um, 
I just think it's better to, you know, if the music doesn't get you excited, then maybe you should do something else. Alright. Um, so what did it feel like being the only original member recording the, the Size Matters in, in 2004? Yeah. Um, that was interesting because the band had had a hiatus for seven years, and uh, I moved to Los Angeles from New York, and um, I had started a band with my friend Johnny Tempesta, who used to be in uh, White Zombie and Rob Zombie, and now he plays in the Cult. And we didn't even, we weren't doing Helmet. We were just, and then the label president, Jimmy Iveen, phoned me one day and asked me to make a Helmet record. So I said, sure. Um, and we, I already had, a, I said, I have a band. And, um, you know, we were working with Blasco, who played with, plays with Ozzy and stuff. And he, he got, he got the Ozzy gig right about that time. And he wanted to do both bands, a Helmet and Ozzy. And I just told him it's not possible because if Ozzy has a, or at the same time as us, it'll conflict, and you're gonna you probably get paid more money from Ozzy than from me. So, so we just got a new bass player, um, and uh, we had the band. We just it was a really fun time. A lot of people in uh, in Los Angeles. I didn't really realize how excited people were about Helmet because um, we had had seven years away, and everybody and their mother tried to be involved with the album um, in the studio. People were we had a lot of different engineers and mix you know people and uh and then and jay baumgartner ended up mixing and doing a great job he's a good friend and he mixed that to the world as well so it was an interesting experience and like how did you wrap your head around the reality of like being being in a band for 30 years even if like the lineup has changed a bunch and yeah, I never, you know, I never thought about it. If someone had asked me in 1989, will you be doing this in 30 years? I would have laughed at them because um, I it's such. You guys, you know, know very physical music. Um, it takes a lot of energy on stage, but I uh, I loved playing music when I when I when the band was on a hiatus for those seven years, and I, I had great luck. I did some movies, you know, with. Uh, they did that Al Pacino De Niro movie Heat and I did a bunch of movies for the composer Elliot Goldenthal and then I played guitar with David Bowie which was amazing but I kept missing Helmet I just kept missing playing this music so when Iveen called and asked me to make a, a Helmet record it was it was exciting I, I, I'm really happy to be doing it and I'll do it as long as I can so uh, but yes I never thought I'd be doing it at, you know 30 years later all right. That's, that's really interesting. Um, let's see. We've had a lot of three-in-one uh, questions and two-in-one questions here. So that's, that's, I've, yeah, so that's, that's cool. a really really good way to use the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool, yeah. What was the best concert you've ever been to? Or, like, best, best band you've ever seen? Ever- been to, I would have to say there are two that come to mind immediately, three. Uh, the first one would be the Talking Heads in Eugene, Oregon at uh, the Holt Center when they did the Stop Making Sense tour in 1980 or 81, maybe, I think. I forget. Um, then we say the Kinks. I saw the Kinks the first time. I've seen them three times, but I saw them in New York at uh, Jones Beach outdoors in the rain. Uh, 
and with UB40 opening. It was amazing. And then I saw the um, Los Angeles Philharmonic um, about a year, almost, no, more than a year ago. I've seen them 20 times, but I saw them do Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. Um, and that was the, one of the most crushing, incredible experiences of my life. So those three stand out, uh, you know, as the best. I've seen, like, Tool and Ghost. Ghost is kind of a newer band. And, like, I think those two uh, are yeah, the coolest for... concerts I've been to. Yeah, it, definitely oh. the cool Tool concert. I, I went to a Tool concert with uh, with Gage before, and it was, like, it was it was honestly insane uh, seeing those uh, those guys play. Yeah, they're, they're, I know Danny well, um, and I'm, I'm, um, I'm Maynard and... Um, Adam and I are acquainted. I haven't seen Maynard for 20 years, but they opened a tool open for Helmet, the second show they ever did in Los Angeles in 19. That had to be 91, maybe something like that. So that was like that was like when they uh, that was like when they released the EP. They're like, like first the EP. First, I think the first so. one. Yeah. yeah, the very first I think one. So, yeah. Pretty sure it was like seven two six eight seven two eight two six seven two eight oh, two I, six. I actually know that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's like one of the... Yeah, that's... Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, 91. They started not... Uh, I think that he started like two years after us, something like that, so... Hmm. All right. Uh... So you guys recently... You guys recently asked to cancel the tour with Faith No More and Corn. Like, do you, do you plan on rescheduling it, or is it just like a... Or is it uh, like a chance missed? Yeah. We don't know. Um, right now, they, we haven't heard any any re, uh, rebooked dates. We have rebooked for Helmet. We rebooked Australia, New Zealand, and Japan. Um, we haven't rebooked this. We were supposed to be in Europe uh, right about now. And um, the corn, I just heard about the corn thing a couple of weeks ago um, that it got canceled and they haven't rebooked. We're, we, they rebooked. Um, next May in Los Angeles, we're playing at the football stadium with System of a Down. Oh, the and, um, the 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 LA Rams stadium. I believe so. Yeah, right. so I got some some bank some bank or insurance name or something something bank you know stadium or whatever. Um, so that's been rebooked for May. I think like twenty one or twenty. Twenty first, twenty second, or twenty second, twenty third, something like that. And then uh, I, 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 I hope they rebook the Corn uh, Faith No More Helmet tour. I really do. I was really looking forward to that because we've toured with both those bands um, in ninety two and ninety seven. Uh, ninety two with Faith No More and ninety seven with Corn, and uh, really look for, was really looking forward to that. Good guys. Yeah. Right. I remember like the first yeah. time. I heard a song by Faith No More. It was epic, I think. That was a song. Uh-huh. I, I was playing a Guitar Hero game, and uh, I think my dad oh. my dad played that song, and I just really oh, liked cool. it. Yeah, they're great, man, and they're they're really good guys. So we saw Patton, um, singer of Faith No More, would be in December, like two years ago. We, we were doing festival uh, uh, festival in, in Chile and outside of Santiago, Chile, in South America. That's the first time I'd seen him in years, and it was just great. It was great to you know, great to see him. Like I'd seen him yesterday, and I saw the Corn guys 
couple of years ago on a rock cruise we did together, and um, that was cool too. Just, just kind of, just you know, nice to see people after years, and you know, it's uh, it's good that we're all still doing what we love. All right. Uh, I have a question. Um, that's not on our list. Uh, who are like, who do you think are like the the more talented uh, bands they've they've seen that are newer? Well, oh man, that's hard because yeah, it's yeah. hard because I can't. I don't. I you know, I'm such a jazz nerd, and uh, I go to the orchestra all all the time in L.A. Um, so I don't see that many new bands. But uh, I, you know, God, ten years ago in New York, or no, maybe longer, fifteen years ago, I saw. This is not even. This is an old band, but Radiohead, and I thought they were really good. Um, I love at, Radiohead. Uh, Square Garden. Yeah, they were really cool. Um, but I got newer bands. I can't. I sorry, I can't even. I know I've seen um, seen band. I produced their two records for a French band called the Rescue Rangers, and I, I like those guys. I'm really proud of that that work that we did. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not very qualified to say because I don't ever go to um, rock clubs anymore um, unless I have friends that are playing. Um, so it's hard to it's hard to say. I've heard some. I think there's some amazing players and these days like i'm friends with mastodon and those guys are great players um i the animals as leaders those guys are great players um they're not new i mean i know they've been around for a while but those were the, the newest you know newest for me being an old guy bands that i can think of that i think are really really good musicians um yeah there's a lot of stuff i'm not familiar with um you know that i've heard of uh so yeah, that's all right. Um, <laughs> half answer. All right. Um, I probably should have asked this question earlier on, like when we started. But like, how much time do you have for the interview? Uh, probably about five more minutes. Yeah, that sounds good. Three, that, that, fits, yeah. that, that fits our time yeah, really yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Three thirty. Oh. We should probably jump. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, are you, are you guys are in Medford, right? Yeah, yep. we are. That's cool, man. That's yeah. where I grew up. Yeah. And my That's, parents. How, how, is yeah. It up, how is it up there? Is it uh, are places opening up? Uh, uh, a little bit, yeah. It's really nice outside yeah. today. Yeah, it, it's like here is not that much. It's not that bad with quarantine than it is in like L.A. or like Sacramento yeah. or some of the bigger yeah. places. California. Uh, yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much all of California. Yeah, it, there's not that much uh, limitation, really. Nope. It's not that big of a, yeah, of yeah, a town. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. My parents have seen uh, Helmet live two times, I think. They. Oh, they, nice. Yeah, they saw you uh, when you performed in downtown. Like there was like a few people there, and you you talked to them like both the times. Got to hang out with them. Oh, cool! Um, on their oh, third. Oh, was it that that outdoor uh, festival thing? Yeah, I think so. Oh, cool! Yeah, that was fun. That was a good. It was actually a really good show. It was a small, small turnout, but we played great. It felt really good. It was. Uh, that was fun. We had just got back from Europe. Yeah. That's right. And then, and then they oh, saw cool. you. At, they saw you at Howie's for your thirtieth anniversary tour, where you played like forty-five songs. Yeah, that was crazy, man. That was 
that that was sold out uh, in advance, and uh, really, really happy with that. that I love Howie's. They're they're. Uh, I heard they closed. Yeah. But I'm, uh, I, don't, I mean, I know everybody's closed now, but uh, oh, that's cool. They were at that show. Yeah, that was fun. And they said really that. Fun time. They said that Helmet's one of the loudest bands they've seen. You and Mastodon. Yeah, we hit hard. Yeah. It's part of the part of the style of the music. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So, I I have a I have a question. What, what what would you prefer in concerts? Small like small groups or big groups, like huge groups. Uh, uh you know, the, I I like I like concerts that are somewhere between two hundred and a thousand, you know, or twelve hundred people. When they get bigger than that, like we played in Brazil the first time, there were a hundred fifty thousand people on the beach. Um, and it just, it was, that's like, like five times the size of Medford, you know, and where I grew up and, um, it's, you don't have any contact with the, with the audience. So I, I really don't love the festivals. We play a lot of, we played festivals last year. Um, we were supposed to play a couple this year in June. Um, and you, the big concerts are just, it's much less personal and I like, um, like I say, I like I like kind of feeling this like the audience is part of the show. You know? Yeah, hundred fifty thousand people. I I don't think I could wrap my head around <laughs> yeah that on a on a beach on one beach. One beach in Florianopolis, Brazil. Yeah, it's uh, in South uh, Brazil on insane. the border of Ar- Argentina. Yeah. So there were Argentinians and Brazilians. Yeah, it was, uh, you, as far as you could see, people just it was crazy and. Uh, yeah, I, I like, I, I'll play a thousand people is great. Like, this tour was, the, the, the 30th anniversary uh, was great. All the, we sold out the majority of the shows. And, um, in fact, places like in New York and Portland, New York City and Portland, both promoters said they wish they had booked a second show because the shows sold out so fast. So it, it, I would rather play two shows in a, you know, to like if we're going to play to 1,500 people, we'll have two shows sold out at 750 people, then, um, and, you know, that that's that's preferable to me. So we, we love playing at Dante's in Portland, and we played at the Bowery Ballroom in New York. And, um, yeah, we did two shows in New York at the Bowery on the Betty tour, um, but we, we didn't for some reason on this tour, so. All right. Uh, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Yeah. Uh, Cool. Uh, you were our first Thanks, person on uh, on this podcast. Oh, nice, man. That's yeah. cool. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. I appreciate it. You guys, yeah. you guys, uh, good luck with it. You're gonna do well. You, that was a great interview. Yeah. yeah thank you. Thanks. Um. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh. Hopefully, quarantine releases and. Uh, I've I've never been to a helmet concert, but I I feel like once quarantine's gone, like if there's another helmet yeah. concert, I think I'm gonna go to it. Yeah, next time you guys come to Medford. Yeah, well, we'll we're talk we're we're right now starting up um, a plan to to tour the U.S. again. I think mm-hmm. in the spring, like maybe May, about a year from now, maybe May, uh, late spring, early summer. So. I, I always try to get Medford on the on the routing. We don't know now if Howie's is closed. We don't, you know, we'll have to find something in the 
in Southern Oregon, you know, whether it's Medford or Ashland or uh, whatever. Fingers crossed. So, yeah, All right. guys, definitely come, come up and say, hey, say, hey, we interviewed you. Uh, yeah. You know, and All right. introduce yourself. All right? All right. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. All right, Gage and Bodie, take care, you guys. Take care. Yeah, you too. Okay, have All a right. great day. See ya. Yeah. You too. See ya. Bye. 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 All right. Yeah, that one that went well, guys. Um, anyways, uh, that was our first episode of Musical Underground. Underworld. Um, Musical Underworld. Uh, <laughs> I, I I'm still getting used to that. I'm still getting used to that. Yeah. I'm not cutting that out. Okay. Um, yeah. Thank you for thank you for watching. And Paige, if you're watching this, thank you for being the first person that we interviewed. It's really crazy how like our first interview is the helmet. Well, it's not Helmet. It's, well, it's 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 it's, it's, it's <laughs> the main guy from Helmet, Paige Hamilton. Well, yeah. Sort of the main. The the singer. The the only like, original member. Y- you know. The only original member. Yeah, only okay? original member. You know, like when you interview like, people. Like I, I feel like no one's the main person. Yeah. In a band. <laughs> yeah, like true. Uh, except for like maybe except for maybe maybe the singer of Ghosts. Like he because because. Yeah. Or you know like Cedric and Omar from Mars Volta. Yeah. 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 Anyways, so, uh, yeah. Thank you for watching. Yeah, um, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Hopefully we have another interview in right. about a week. Bye. Wait, did you press record? Oh, no. <laughs>